Bible has been around, read, adjusted, and interacted with for literally ages. Greg has read it so you don't have to, and now births into the world, Better Bible. Before we begin, as you will be listening to a retelling of Bible, please note that trigger warnings are in place for racism, xenophobia, violence, sexual assault, rape, child abuse, incest, animal cruelty, and more. Welcome to A Better Bible. Right, this will be a little bit challenging, as this book is simply a list of, you know, proverbs. And, to any of the Bible aficionados out there, we are jumping past Psalms. We're going to come back to Psalms uh, in a couple of episodes' time. Don't worry, I've got something special for that. But right, this is Proverbs. Pithy one-liners over and over. We're going to go through it and try to make sense out of it, but by Christ. We shall do our best to make this entertaining. This next quarter of an hour or so is going to be absolutely phenomenal, so help me God. The first nine chapters are essentially setting up the book. These are the Proverbs of Solomon. Remember him? He was that nice fella. Alright, bit of a prick, but the king from earlier. You know the one. God offered him everything and he said, Just wisdom, please, pal. And then he got everything anyway. Well... Everyone was pissing on about how wise he was, and these are the receipts. This is his wisdom, all based on the simple premise that fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, listen to your parents because they know shit and ignore morons. Doesn't say anything about what to do if your parents happen to be morons, but regardless, this this will be repeated endlessly, and for at least the opening nine chapters, right? Okay, so wisdom, good, ignorance, bad. To make it easier to understand, these two concepts, wisdom and ignorance, get personified into women. The idiot, moronic woman, ignorance, is all adulterous and slutty and sounds, if we're being honest, well fit. And wisdom is like the opposite of that. So straight-laced lady with respect and fearful. The implication and the out-and-out statement that's being made a few times is that wisdom will save you from slutty women. Bible just assumes that everyone wants to be saved from them, that, that that is a good thing to aim for, make make your own mind up on that. But the fools are said to actively hate knowledge, which is strong, right? And, and that's the first nine chapters, but over and over. Oh, and adulterous women drip honey, I think, which it seems to be in two minds as to whether adulterous women are good or bad. Maybe, maybe they mean rubbish honey and not that stuff from the bear. But yeah, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Remember, wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. Wisdom is good. It's good to be wise. Wisdom is good. Wise is good. Basically, Solomon got wisdom and immediately went on a campaign of pushing how awesome wisdom is, which seems a bit much, doesn't it? I'm not going to sit here and say wisdom is rubbish, but if someone's selling you something and doing a hard sell, you might want to pause and see what's in it for them. Then we pause from the hard sell to imagine being a gazelle in the face of your neighbours and lots of other thing goes on, like lots of imagining ourselves as various animals, and, and remember that above all things, God hates the following six things. Shit eyes, shit tongue, shit hands, shit feet, fighters, and liars. Oh yeah, and remember, be afraid, be very fearful. There you go. Nine chapters setting up the rest of the book, which is essentially a list, so here goes. They all say the same thing, every single one of these proverbs. 
And it's important to remember that these are the wise proverbs recited by Solomon, okay? So all this is before that exile that we recently learned about. So when it keeps repeating that good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people, bad things cannot possibly happen to good people, we then remember Job, and then there's an awful lot of chat about how discipline is good, that following orders blindly and respecting authority, said the wisdom of the king. Also, if grey hair is righteous, is it possible, right, is it possible to assume that maybe this is Solomon looking into a mirror and just describing what he looks like, saying that that is the best way to be? I saw a video with some mental preacher going on about white hair being heavenly and God said that it is definitely heavenly. The person showing the video was incredulous about how this preacher could, could bear to make up such silliness, but... It kind of is in there. It doesn't stop it being a nonsense, but but it is written-ish, I think. But these proverbs, right, is set up in pairs saying, a wise person does this and good shit happens. A wicked person does the opposite and the opposite happens. Okay, how are we going to do this? I think I'm going to have to choose my top ten proverbs and we'll ha just use those as sort of case studies. Okay, here we go. One, the righteous will never be uprooted. <coughs> Uh, starting now. This gets progressively more awkward the more you realise all this happened to God's people after Solomon. Strongly implying that far from being the chosen people, they are people imposed upon God and he hates it and them. Because the goodies will never be uprooted. And the very next bit in the chronology, got God's people being uprooted for about a million books. Two. Like a gold ring through the nose of a pig is a beautiful woman who lacks discretion. It's my favourite just because it is intentionally obtuse. I think what it's saying is that women are the worst and we hate women, fuck women, the filthy animals. But it's doing it with a metaphor like a coward would. So the beautiful woman would be uh, the gold ring, I guess. That's the woman and her discretion is, is a pig. Meaning the woman is just good, but, but but maybe she's the pig and the lack of discretion is a gold ring. It doesn't work. doesn't work. Three. Better to be a nobody with one servant than pretend to be a somebody and have no food. Right, if you have a servant and you are a nobody and your servant is less than you, I'd, I'm just amazed that even in God's own wise words, servants are a good thing. And who's pretending to be somebody as they starve? I get the point. I think, but again, this one demonstrates the way that proverbs don't really work, as their their metaphors just distract from whatever point they try to use your words to say what you mean. Four, whoever spares the rod hates their children, and whoever loves their children is careful to discipline them. Beat your kids, people. Remember, beat your kids. This one is mentioned over 20 times throughout this book, beat your children. Bible really has a hard-on for beating children, something which will come up in, in later iterations of the religion, but probably because they are less likely to come forward with the knowledge of violence, I suppose. Also, um, I'm already like chomping at the bit to go off on how this is a dreadful thing, encouraging violence to children, but I have met a few children, and I reckon some violence would probably help. Maybe we should start advocating a little bit of casual bullying at schools too, just to stop those irritating kids getting a bit too big for their boots, thinking they're worthy of being not beaten up. Make them surrender into themselves and fear the world and its population. 
Maybe with just the right level of trauma, they would shut the fuck up. And of course, if you're offended by this, congratulations, you have more humanity than Bible. What a merry dance we went on together. 5. Better a small serving of vegetable with love than a fattened calf with hatred. The message behind this is that vegetables are rubbish, I think. So whenever children complain about having to eat their vegetables, beat them, but know that they are as wise as Solomon and you are a monster for making them eat them. Also, if they are complaining a little bit too much, beat fuck out of them. Beat your children. 6. The wise make their mouths prudent and their lips give instruction. Dirty fucking cows, this one's just smart, isn't it? 7. Talk shit, get bit. The actual wording is when a fool's mouth invites beating, so, so pretty damn close, right? I enjoy that this one is there. And it is almost exactly the same. Bible spouts a lot of nonsense or boredom for the majority of it, but every now and then it blesses us with romantic little bits like, and lo, if one is to fuck around, that same fool shall indeed find out. 8. Don't trust people who talk too much. A lesson that the Sultans of Ping would later reiterate in their seminal 90s hit single, You Talk Too Much, but imagine the letter U instead of the word U and the number 2 instead of the word Two. That's that's the song. You remember Sultans of Ping. They did that one about the jumper. Nine. Whoever is kind to the poor leads to the Lord. It's just a lovely one in the middle of all the aggression and the reminders to beat your children. And remember, beat your children. But in between serving up severe beatings to your offspring, be nice to the poor. And as a ruler, it's important to organise taxes for those who can afford to pay. And for those who can't do... Don't, don't tax those. And some sort of welfare state is imperative to these religious people. It's kind of sweet, really, isn't it? 10. A quarrelsome wife is like a constant dripping tap. Right, whilst you're busy beating your children, don't forget to beat fuck out of your wife as well. This is another motif of the piece. If you have one of those annoying modern women as a wife, you know the sort, the ones who have opinions and hold you accountable for your actions. The quarrelsome, nagging women who want to be treated with respect. Beat them down. Women and children should be hurt so they don't get in the way of wisdom. There you go, there's, there's a few of them. The rest is pretty much repeating those ten, but we march onwards, and then we have a section that summarises all we have so far learnt into 30 pithy sayings, just reiterating everything and letting us know that honey is delicious and we should eat it just because it's the best, and beat your children. Then we go to some more proverbs, which is largely more of the same, but some neat things about dogs eating their vomit being identical to fools repeating their folly and beat your children. Don't boast about tomorrow because it hasn't happened yet and you'll surely come undone and beat your children. Instead of boasting about tomorrow, right, you should arrogantly wait for others to praise what you've already done. Don't be a shit leader, beat your wife, beat your children, and remember, impartiality is a pricks game. Call bad people out and beat your children. And that's almost done. We stop with all Solomon's wisdom and finish with two chapters dedicated to other people's ideas. The first by Igor, and the second by Lemuel. Nope, no idea who either of these fellas are. Igor's deal is to say he doesn't know much, does the whole I know I, all I know is that I know nothing thing from off of Plato. Well, Socrates, but you know, Plato wrote it, didn't he? But yeah, Igor says you can't add to the words of God. Very early doors to be saying this, as we will be adding so many additional books after this one. Sorry, Igor. Don't 
let him be rich or poor, just give him his daily bread so he has just enough. Uh, he then goes on to do a tedious list of various things, uh, three things that amaze him, eagle, snake, and a ship. He then mentions four things that are wise, ants, locusts, lizards, and pyres, a king or something. Uh, it does a few of these lists of three things and four things. Finally, King Lemuel. Me either, sorry. He just rallies on about how booze isn't for rulers or people who are happy. If you have nothing, by all means, drink your woes away. But if you lead, stay sober so you can do your fucking job. And finally, finally, he thinks nice women are brilliant. So there you go, you lot. That concludes the book of Proverbs. It's a silly little one. Uh, these wisdom books are hard going, really, aren't they? Let's see if I can correctly pronounce Ecclesiastes next time. And don't forget, beat your children, everyone. Congratulations on listening to this episode of Better Bible. Start a club and share your favorite moments. Tell your loved ones we're here, and we will save you. Greg Bless. That's really stupid. stupid. <laughs>